0: Hello once again and welcome to episode 5 of the Unrefined Jagoff. I'm your host, Ian Cavelli, and in case you didn't know, I'm this generation's less successful Andy Rooney. For those of you new listeners or returning listeners that don't quite get the podcast yet, this show is a collection of my stories, quotes, ideas, incoherent ramblings, and whatever else I feel like filling the time with. It's been a little bit more difficult lately to fit in time to write, but in July I went on my first real vacation in six years with my family there's usually a basic outline for how every family vacation goes. Number one, get about an hour of sleep and wake up ridiculously early to my dad and or brother yelling to hurry up and get in the car. Number two, usually something happens to piss off my dad on the way there. Number three, we all go to the exact same places we've gone for the last 20 or so years. Number four, by the middle of the week, my sister has a temper tantrum like a baby about something stupid and ruins the night. It's okay to make fun of her on the podcast because she'll never listen to it. As she says, Talk radio puts me to sleep. Number five, I get sick of everyone and wait to go home. Number six, we head home and there's some sort of giant delay and we barely make it home without killing each other. So, yeah, it was great. Vacation started off well. My dad only had a minimum of travel bitching by normal standards before transforming into his vacation persona he calls Mr. Fun. Mr. Fun is great. He buys you food, he takes you places, and occasionally, he wears a Hawaiian shirt. Up until he arrives, there's usually just Stressed Dad. Stressed Dad likes to yell. We made it all the way to the condo without too many problems, except... Four bedrooms, three bathrooms, seven people. Sounds like it'd be pretty easy for anyone to figure out. But if you're my sister, you apparently just rush in and take the only bedroom with its own bathroom for yourself because I need my own bathroom so she could just leave Christina and I in the smallest bed. None of us wanted to argue on the first day about something that stupid. So my brother, his wife, Christina and I all just had to suck it up and share a small bathroom between the four of us. Which is fine, but I mean, the point is, There were better options. To make up for it, we all just took giant shits in my sister's bathroom to piss her off. I started eating more vegetables lately, so they kinda looked like Swamp Thing. We spent a majority of the week sleeping, eating, walking on the beach, and watching Goosebumps on Netflix, both TV show and movie, which was actually much better than I expected it to be. Feels like it's important to note that. Other than that, we did a few things to avoid dying of boredom or heat stroke. One day, we went to an aquarium and ate sushi immediately after. Seeing all that beautiful underwater life really makes you hungry to eat some beautiful underwater life. Another day, Mr. Fun took us to the comic book store. That was cool! And one day, we went kayaking with my brother and his wife who work out a lot. It was fun for a little while before it stopped being fun, which was a little under an hour in. Luckily, toward the end of the tour, there was a place where Christina and I followed the old guys who had also had enough kayaking to cut it about 25 minutes short. I don't think it's something I need to do again. All in all, it was a pretty good vacation up until Friday night. I didn't get sunburned, I ate a ton of food, slept in more than I have in months, and for me this is actually a negative, but I sweat my ass off. I don't fare well in high humidity heat. It's like Satan's taint balls down there. Friday night wasn't so great though. I'll skip the parts where my sister paced around until everyone was ready for dinner and go straight to the part where I was trying to watch Gremlins. My sister wouldn't call to order the pizzas or go with my dad to pick them up, so I was involuntarily volunteered into going and missing the rest of Gremlins. Dad and I went downstairs, got to the car, and the unlock button wasn't working. Probably because the lights were left on the night before and killed the battery. I started to get a bit of anxiety. I was waiting for yelling and swearing, but I was impressed. Mr. Fun had a better temper than Stress dad this time. So at that point, my uncle just ended up driving us to the pizza place while my dad sat on hold with the rental car place to come jump the car. Unfortunately for everyone else, dad was still on the phone when we got to the pizza place. So when they showed me everything and asked if it was right, I said, yeah, that's, that's probably fine. Well, I was wrong. When my sister opened up the box to her calzone, she started freaking out because it wasn't what she ordered. I don't remember the whole dialogue that happened verbatim, but she basically just kept muttering about how she can't eat it because it has olives in it and started arguing with my dad. Mr. Fun was not having any of her shit. She kept saying, This is the one thing I asked for! and basically he told her she can go back and deal with it herself. Then she started acting more like a baby until she just went upstairs to cry. She later returned to wander around muttering, Since I'm not getting what I wanted and started to pick apart her calzone and gag while she was eating it because of the olives. Just olives set off my 36-year-old sister. Olives! So anytime someone tries to tell you that the youngest child is always the spoiled one, sometimes it's actually the opposite. The next morning, we were on our way back to the great state of Illinois. After several hours of delays, sitting on the runway, and driving, my first vacation since I was in college was over. But... It could have gone worse. A lot of things have happened over the years while on family vacations. One year, my brother, cousin, and I decided to go for a walk on the beach at night. Of course, it being a state that sells large amounts of fireworks, we brought some with us and set them off near the ocean. We set off a few bottle rockets and whatever else my brother bought, when one of them fell over and shot all the way down the beach until we heard a girl yell, Ow, you got my fucking leg! And we took off running in the opposite direction. When we stopped to catch our breath, my cousin said, you guys, we gotta go back. I forgot my flip-flops. Another time my brother and I went for a walk late at night, we passed a couple people banging it out near the ocean. We just kept walking and when we turned around to walk back, the guy was being dragged off the beach in handcuffs. When I say dragged, I mean he was drunk and being dragged like a sack of potatoes by his arms. My brother says the lady walked right in front of me naked and I didn't notice at all. I don't have great night vision, okay? Although, to be fair, my brother does make up a lot of stories and sometimes tries to convince himself that they're true, so it could be one of those cases. I'm sure I have a lot of other stories I could tell you, like, I like pot roast, but I think it's time for a break, so let's take a break! Hey everybody, it's me, the guy from the show you're listening to! Still don't have any sponsors for the show or any way to make money off it yet, so if you're enjoying the show, give me your wallet! If I get enough... I'll stack them strategically and make a nice new studio. Wouldn't that be great? But anyway, tell your friends about the show. Tell your mom and have her tell all her friends. Tell someone's grandpa about it. I don't care who you tell, but tell everyone. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, or whatever social media people are using these days. Zanga? Yeah, that's probably it. Don't forget, write me a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you're getting your podcasts from. Anyway, back to the show! (laughs) The real reason I haven't gone on vacation with my family in so long isn't because of the bitching and fighting, although it is a contributing factor. It's more because, since I graduated in 2012, I haven't had enough paid time off or money to do it. I went to college so I could get out of retail and I studied studio recording to avoid being a desk jockey corporate slave. Unfortunately, I couldn't make money. My unpaid internship was draining my savings, and when I asked the studio owner about any future career opportunities, he just told me, yeah, we don't have any money, and pretty much burst my bubble of naive hope for the future. So by the middle of the summer, I was back home in the suburbs, broke and unemployed. Times got desperate by November, so I started working retail as a pharmacy tech. It was literally the first place of the hundreds I had applied to that was actually able to give me an offer. So I was back in retail hell for a year. I'm sure I'll talk about that experience more in detail another time, but my coworkers were pretty much the only good thing about that job. My old boss Annie used to buy us pizza. She was the coolest. But for right now, I want to talk about a few characters I met at my first awful pharmacy call center job that I started about a year after that. I was hired there by a middle-aged Bulgarian lady who asked me during my first few weeks, How do you pronounce your name? Jan? And I had to say, Ian. And she just replied, Oh, Jan. Okay. And at that point, I didn't bother correcting her again. When I got back to my desk, my one coworker asked me, Wait, how do you say your name? And again, I told him, Ian. And he said something like, Oh, that's what we thought. We heard her calling you Jan. So from then on, everyone at work just called me Jan and forgot my actual name. She was an intimidating person to have as a supervisor, but she was always nice to me. Not to everyone else, apparently. One time, a new employee forgot to return a training headset at the end of the day, and she yelled at them, Well, you might as well keep it! and whipped the headset at them. So, I stayed as much on her good side as I could. One person who didn't care if she was on her good side? The lady that sat next to me. She didn't care what anybody thought. She had no fear or shame. Almost every day, she'd listen to Beyoncé and Rihanna and hum along to No, she'd moan along to it, like, Oh, 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 oh baby! And na-na-na-na-cake, na 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 cake and making love, when one day her humming caught my old supervisor's attention. She came over and started asking, what is this humbling? Are you little Keaton?" And you could just see a fire light up in this lady's eyes. She stood up and got in her face, do you know who I am? And as I'm watching this fight break out, simultaneously terrified and entertained, Everyone around is instant messaging each other trying to figure out what the hell is happening. I thought for sure she was going to throw down her weave and choke a bitch. But that didn't get her fired. Last time I heard, she was actually a supervisor somehow. One time, someone came by to tell her how cute her son's picture was and asked his name. And she said, "'That's little Earl, named after his no-good father. May he rest in peace.'" And I painfully stifled my laughter trying to tell everyone I knew in the office, through I Am, one of the most ridiculous quotes I've ever heard. Now, almost everyone at the center would answer the phone with, thank you for calling, then the name of the place, their own name, and how can I help you? Not her. Her way was just, pharmacy, can I help you? And pronounce things like Euclid as Euclid. Or at least, that's how I remember it. I think by now we've established that I might not have the best memory. But anyway, obviously a lady with this much personality needs to stay hydrated, so she used to drink out of this half-gallon jug of water and lemons. Over time, the water started to look a little hazy, and I started to realize, this lady's just been using the same gross lemons every single day in her lemon water jug for weeks. After a while, it was just a big jug of moldy lemons and gunk water. Luckily, I didn't have to sit next to her for more than a few months, but listening to her calls was a toss-up between painful and entertaining. Enter painting? Nah, that sucks. Anyway, sometimes she'd put patients on hold and take calls on her cell phone instead and just walk away. She'd tell people, You may get calls that sound like a robot! And, This system is tripping! Several times a day. One time, she left a note somewhere that referred to me as coca which I'm assuming is like an Italian cola. Despite the fact that she seemed like she wasn't very good with computers, she was on Facebook an awful lot. Just posting the usual things, you know. Selfies in the bathroom stall at work with her headset on. Never at a good angle. Always unflattering. She thought she was so cool. You know who wasn't cool? Pepper Ann. Pepper Ann was not too cool for 7th grade. More like the average amount of cool for a 7th grader, which is not cool at all. I mean, I looked like George Costanza and had a safari vest in 7th grade, and even I was cooler than her. That didn't stop me from watching the show every week, but still... Uh, anyway, enough about Pepper Ann, though. Let's talk about a bad toy jingle. Who thought it was a good idea to write a jingle that has the words, A Mr. Bucket? Toss your balls in my top. A Mr. Bucket? Out of my mouth they will pop. And the announcer says, First to get their balls into Mr. Bucket wins! I don't even need to write jokes for this shit. They wrote them already. This guy sounds like a real king of the street corner. And his pimp was Milton Bradley. Well, that's about it for this episode of the Unrefined Jagoff. Remember to rate, subscribe, and share with all your fellow Jagoffs. Also, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Unrefined Jagoff. All one word. Again, I'm your host, Ian Cavelli. All recording and production is done by me in my bedroom studio, music by Satan's Basement, which, you guessed it, is also me. And remember, as always, support the arts, humanities, public media, your local comic book store, and of course, each other don't be dicks to each other show empathy and be a good person where it counts that's it for this episode now get out of here you bunch of jagoffs This is me, Dr. Nazaldin. I got lost on my way back to my 600 pound life studios and I just thought I'd stop here to tell you that you're too fat. You should stop being fat. Uh, You're too fat and um, uh, you're fat. So, Why are you so fat? Goodbye.